What's that? What number was that? Nina Raw. Nina. Nina Raw. Nina. Not enough. Still a little meat on the bone, right? Still a little meat on the bone, right? Still, still a little meat on the bone for us to get better, right there. Growth mindset. We've got a lot, lot to get better on. We'll fix it up. Yeah. Enjoy this one. Let's get ready for tomorrow. Folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. We're at episode 190, and what is it, Maniac? It is Victory Tuesday. What a great feeling, folks. Show sponsor, Picasso's Pizza. Get to picassospizza.net for that fire pizza. Four locations across Western New York. And we have a very special show tonight. Multiple guests from Trainwreck tonight. We got Dwayne. We got Dewey Crocs. We got Meerkat. He's going to be talking about the dart. Big show. Let's go. Folks, we are back. We are live here on Zoom. We are live here at Studio D. Feels great to be back down here on this Victory Tuesday Maniac. The Bills are 9-3, and three, and could you not have asked for a better start to the primetime slate than last night's performance? You couldn't ask for a better start to the primetime slate, Al. I mean, I could have asked for a better start to the game than driving the whole field getting stopped at the one, stopping them at the one, being elated about that, and then Zach Moss fumbles, which ended up having some repercussions for him as far as the reps in the game were concerned. But you said it, a great start to the primetime slate. And now with everything that happened yesterday, we're feeling confident going into that Pittsburgh matchup. But victory Tuesday, VT, what a feeling. And Bill's Twitter was awesome today to look at over the past 24 hours. And you get the sense here in Buffalo that I don't think people are really talking about the division anymore and winning one playoff game. I mean, if you saw, you know, what Joe B was, his article today, what he was talking about, I feel like the focus is starting to get more on like the AFC championship and a Super Bowl. I mean, that was at one, I can't believe I just said that, Super Bowl. 
We Seriously. Haven't thought- well, I mean, we woke up today and the Bills were what? Plus 1,800 or plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. So it is not unfathomable yeah. at all to be thinking about the Super Bowl. And that's the way they've attacked everything. You see it in that post-game huddle we just posted. What did Coach McDermott say? Little meat left on that bone. I mean, they know they can get better, but you have to be enthused at the fact that it seems like they're playing their best football of the year at the right time, Al. Oh, yes. That was the, the best team performance hands-down of the year in last night's game. And it's just to the point where I like the Bills' chances against any team. As you can see with this Pittsburgh spread, we opened up, you know, if you looked at the look-ahead line last week, it was Pittsburgh minus three. It's already the minus two and a half at the creek. So you see that Vegas is adjusting. The Sharps are adjusting to this Buffalo Bills football team. And like I said, I like Maniac, our chances against any team. It's looking like the AFC right now. Don't want to talk too soon, obviously. We got Pittsburgh coming to town Sunday night. But the next five to ten years with the age of Big Ben and where the state of the AFC is now, especially the Patriots as well, you got to look like you have a decade ahead of the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And we're not just talking about the plus 1,800 they were to win the Super Bowl. As far as the AFC, right now, they're the third-ranked team. You got the Chiefs at plus 200. You got the Steelers at plus 800. When was the last time the Bills were the third favorite in the AFC to win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. And we got Chief Homie Ty chiming into the chat. He says Bills are now minus two and a half. Yeah, it's insane. Like I said, the, the market's adjusting, the public's adjusting, the sharps are adjusting. And, I mean, just a really great performance. And how about Trey Roy, too? I mean, unbelievable night out of him. Milano looked great. Offensive, everything Doesn't just Doesn't it feel really- like years ago where – you know, Josh was stumbling a little bit in those in those Titans and Chiefs games, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, he had his spots there, but Trey White wasn't playing as well as he could. AJ Klein was a disaster. Milano can never stay healthy. But now all these problems, all these issues that you had throughout the season that flared up despite the wins, they're they're becoming solved. I mean, I have not I cannot recall a time. I mean, except for the Rams and Seahawks games this year, and I hate to say that my memory is that short, but where I saw a quarterback look as confident as Josh Allen looked yesterday. And, of course, that's kudos to the weapons around him. That's yep. kudos to the offensive line doing that work. That's kudos to Dable up in the booth. Uh, obviously, it's been a completely different scenario with him since he went up to the booth last year. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's just amazing to watch a Bills quarterback with that prowess and that ability to dominate. And speaking of dominate, Al, I got to get you here because I know you're all business. We got to yep. talk about enjoying Victory Tuesday. So, of course, the memes and everything were rolling in. They were all over the place. First one I want to talk you through. 49ers yesterday announced that defensive coordinator Robert Sala and his wife, who are expecting their seventh child in, in, in this coming April. So congratulations to the Sala family. But you know that Bill's Mafia was going to take advantage of that. So, of course, we have RQ3, Rob Ubrell, chiming in. Josh Allen is going to be a grandfather. Wow. Basically that he made Salah his child last night. You say second or seventh? Seventh. Salah's doing some work. Wow. Wow. And I saw Meerkat was posting something about that today, right? In the the Wikipedia? Yes. uh, I believe the Wikipedia says that – or no, Nick Wright. That's Nick Wright. Nick Nick Wright. Who, who, who again, will not budge on his opinion of Josh Allen. Said today again that Baker Mayfield is much better than Josh Allen. We got MaxiPad chiming in. Contenders, first time in my life. Chime in, folks. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. There is no time like the presence. It is arguably the greatest day 
in the last 30 years to be a Buffalo football fan. Whether you're talking UB, whether you're talking Bills, there is no doubt about it, and we are going to enjoy it, folks. And real quick, I mean, Al, I know you saw this one because this one was all over the place. You had Rain Wilson. Apparently, this is what happens when you get Monday Night Football. You don't get those 1 p.m. games. You're not that 425 slate on Fox. You get Bill's office suite. So he chimes in. Josh Allen QB is my second favorite quarterback. Now, you know who his first favorite quarterback is, right? Russell. Yeah. And I I like that that's his first favorite quarterback because it's also his brother. Last name, Wilson. All right? We got the uh, the Wilson brothers. Bill's chiming in. Bills beats Batter, Battlestar Galactica. And then just after completing 80% of his passes and throwing for 375 yards and four touchdowns, Josh Allen got to his locker and he saw this on the timeline and he was ready to go nuts. So, of course, he drops the assistant favorite QB or assistant to your favorite QB. And that was just, that was an example of Josh Allen on the night, Al. He couldn't miss. I mean, that's what I'm saying. How do you not love this guy? He's the most lovable person right now in Buffalo, hands down. Like you said, winning on the field winning off the field hell of a tweet no doubt about it and then i do have to get weird this one did you see the one uh about where the guy the guy pulled a tristan to josh allen remember when tristan offered uh skinner yes i just saw that too we gotta get this where is this oh my it reminded me of tristan i mean tristan's went viral that video did go viral this one's got like 500 likes or something so of course josh tweets it out we got it on the screen for you here yada yada your response to rain wilson Nick Montgomery, underscore, Josh, you are the greatest quarterback of all time. Please spend a night with my wife in honor of your great forms tonight. Like, I mean, I will say that I think his way was a little bit more honorable when he offered his wife. Please spend a night with my wife in honor of your great performance tonight. And what did the funnel guy say? Remember what he said word for word? Jeff Skinner, you can have my wife, I'm pretty sure was, can, was what can. was said. I think I don't want to, I would never put words in guy's mouth. That's what I recall. That's what I recall. You could have my wife as he's just funneling beers. No doubt about it. Um, but yeah, what a scene last night in, uh, Arizona, Al complete revenge for the, uh, hail Murray. Oh my God. And like, like when, when the season started weeks one and week two, what were we worried about? You know, it, it, fans, is Josh Allen ever going to go for 300 yards now where it's almost like, his over-under, we're expecting it to be 300. I mean, that was an easy 375 when you said four cutties. It's not even – It's not I, even- I was on 400 watch after the first drive because when he comes out and it's just like he's, for lack of a better term, as we get to our guest here, darting it around on point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And, and real quick, that throw that they keep showing the replay of where he just gets it over that linebacker. Like the linebackers just like this, like and, and you can even you can even see Allen on that play, kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, did he? Yeah, get he it? knows he when he lets it go. Like, did he get it? For did sure. He get it, like, did he get enough and just perfectly did not even touch the fingertips right into the receiver's hands? Beautiful throw by Josh Allen. I love watching that replay. No doubt, no doubt. And as we move on here, we have a quick video as we get to our next guest, Meerkat, with his fifty dart performance. We're gonna play that now and get him in here. Love it. Better believe it or not, and if we don't see Josh Allen for oh, MVP, no, oh, what's up? It's Meerkat. We're back with the dart, who has now hit 50 wins. Let's go, what's folks. Up, folks. For everyone who supports the dart, retweets, comments, follows, whatever. All the dart faithful, thank you. Shout out to you for supporting. Couldn't be possible without you. We're going to keep this train rolling. But first, let's celebrate a little. 
Let's go, folks. Big, big guest list tonight. First guest of the night is Meerkat at Degenerate Zone. Follow us on Twitter. I mean, you want to know where the dart is? Meerkat, where's the dart at tonight? Where is the dart? The dart is right here, folks. He had to join in for our first train wreck tonight, make his first live appearance for everybody. He's a little shy, but we're ready. How are we doing, folks? I mean, that dart is a flopper lately. What is up with that thing? <laughs> I, I think it's because I bought the cheapest dartboard I can find on Amazon, and I'm using the darts that came with it. And just look at that. Oh. Look at that power curve. It's irreparable. There's there's nothing to do. You try to put it back. It goes right back. I think it messes with the trajectory. I'm no physicist, but it could be the cause of all the floppers lately. Things getting a bit dull, too. I've been pleading for a dart sharpener somewhere in western new york i'm willing to travel i'm willing to you know wear my mask be safe and everything pay up the big bucks but i need a dart sharpener because this thing is not hitting the board sometimes now it's flopping we got a problem i don't want to replace it with a nicer dart because history history but yeah it's it's becoming an issue that's for sure and Meerkat, obviously a true degen through and through i mean the dart was a thing of genius obviously sometimes it's like something when someone says something like air conditioning or Chick-fil-A sandwiches, you just know it's an absolutely great idea right when they say it. So it takes off and everything. Tell a little people, because people might be like, well, how do you not get the dart replaced? You're, you know, you've won 50 picks and everything, but tell them about the work you do every day to get this dart happening. So first just had the idea. I was just trying to think of, you know, a weird way to pick games that would be pretty random that wasn't doing something else everyone else is already doing you know putting food out for an animal or whatever stuff like that so came up with the idea of the dart and it's the process behind it it's a labor of love i've done this 86 <laughs> straight days now through through whatever the dart gets posted thanksgiving we wrote it out huge problems on thanksgiving i delayed my dinner we got the dart pick out no problem there but but the process i literally every morning go to the creeks website go to bring your own bet find that the big games for that day just screenshot everything crop it down put it on a word document mess with the sizing and everything print it out cut it out with my kitty scissors so i don't cut myself and i piece it together like a puzzle on the board and just tape it together it it's a bit medieval but i don't i don't spot know any printers that print out two foot wide circles shaped like a dartboard so meerkat i gotta ask why why are some of the squares or, or whatever boxes rectangles bigger than the other like you know sometimes they're like you know they're like double the size <laughs> so serious, i've the, always wanted to it's know. a great question i got we got the board here. Yeah. You can see you can see that today. So when we have something like college basketball, there's 50 college basketball games. Today. I love it. We want some it. variety. So we throw college basketball. We get soccer in there when we can, but there's only one NFL game. A lot of people are going to want to play NFL, not obscure college games and, you know, European soccer games they don't know anything about. So when there's only like one, two NFL plays on, say, a Monday night, a Thursday night or something weird like tonight, I'll usually make like the NFL, the NBA single play, a bigger play, not to, you know, try to target that or anything, but just because that's what people really want, I think. So so I was, that was my next question. Are you trying to hit those big boxes then? Are you trying to give no. the people what they want? No. No, I, I don't have any aiming at all when it comes to the dart. I'm blind, legally blind. I've had three cornea transplants. We won't get into that. So I can't. 
I can't see what's on the board. You think I can read that little box from five feet away, let alone 20? There's no chance. I don't favor anything. I try to make it as random as possible. It turns out my body's just becoming attuned to throwing a dart, and I'm hitting <laughs> towards the middle more and more now, unless we get a flopper or something. So I might have to integrate like a blindfold or something like that or mix the picks up more just for – more true randomness yeah. so people don't think i'm aiming for anything it's all just fun and the true randomness i hate half of the picks you think i would play every other night no chance no no doubt. i i want bring back out that board real quick i want to see what the big ones were for today just real quick talk us through those so what talk us through the big ones for today on that board dallas so today oh dallas is the nfl the the, the yeah, spreads yeah, and the over a, under okay that, yeah, and that's exactly dallas how it should be yeah yeah, oh, no, I love college it. basketball up here, college basketball down here, and then you got the Champions League matchups at the bottom there. Got to fill it out. Got to throw as much variety as you can. And we had a weird period a few weeks ago before college sports kicked back up where there were some just days with almost nothing. And there we was were a just tough taking, week there. It was a tough week. Yeah, we would just take whatever matchup there was that day, and I'd put you know that main strip with – the money lines, the spreads, and the totals, I'd put that strip three different times throughout the board because it's the only play. There's only so many props and things they yeah. offer that I can fill the rest of the board out with. It's becoming a pain, but I love it. It's a labor of love. And another thing, the Creek's website changed a week ago, so I literally have to print out these lines and then go through each one and write the names of the teams myself. And like I noticed that. With the website. Yeah, the creek stopped putting the names of the teams right in the boxes for some reason for college sports. I'm dealing with it. It's all right. I love the dart. It's going to keep going. And we're chasing number 100 now. So, Meerkat, real quick, what's the record of the dart? Right now, the current record as we stand is 51-34-1. and So, it's, it's not bad. You're – you're winning more than you're losing. We're up double digits still, even though we we almost hit 20. We were really hot for a while. Then the bad streak leading up to 50. It's been on and off, and we've just been teetering between like 13 and 17 units, which isn't a bad thing. No. But I want to take it to the next level. Yeah, I mean, that, what you just said, the next level is getting it to 20 units. You were so mm -hmm. damn close. And obviously, like you said, the struggle to get to 50 hurt. I mean, there were a lot of close ones there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, think about that. You're 17 games over 500. That's insane. Yeah, for a dart. And there's been some wild, wild rides throughout the it. way. You Let's know? hear it. Real quick, though, right. I, before we get the wild rides, because that's when everything's good, the wagons are going to fall off. I, I can't wait to talk dart controversy. We just got to know this because you said it. 51 and what, 34? Yeah. 51, 51 34, and, and 3. One. That is literally, so you take the 51 and 34 because the push don't count. 51 over 85, folks, 60%. Let me just tell you something. If there was a batter out there hitting 60%, they would be a trillionaire. Uh, that's, not even, that's not even a non-exaggeration. Literally a trillionaire. 60% of bets. 60% of bets right now. So, yeah, but let's get into the dark controversy. I'll kick it off real quick before you give all the good stories, Cap. But that one... I can't give you the exact date, but the dart was super hot, and you fired it, and it didn't record, and then you fired it, and it, when you recorded it, it was a different pick, and they went 2-0. and oh. The dart was hot as hell. Yeah, that, that it, it's weird sometimes, because I'll have a video I'm filming, 
and I'll throw it. It'll bounce off the board or I'll miss the board. And that'll happen two or three times where it'll either not hit the board or it'll end up in the white. And I have to refilm videos. But in that occasion, I just, I'm sometimes in the beginning, I flub my words, doing my prep, my folks, you know, and I have to re re-record three, four times doing a video. And that time I just double clicked to record video. My video was only 12 seconds. You know, I got through it, it as perfect, made the pick. And there was no evidence of the pick actually being made because I messed up the recording. So we had to go again. We gave out two picks, seemed a bit controversial, but we made free money. So you think I want to have to do that twice? You think I'm trying to manipulate this stuff? No chance. No, you're like, so you're like Jeff Probst to Survivor. Nobody wants to preserve the integrity of the game more than you. You are like exactly. The, you're actually no. You're like the guy who brings out the Stanley Cup. You got like the white things on. You got the towel. Like mm-hmm. you want it to be kept pristine. And, yep, and, I'm, I'm the keeper of the dark. And Meerkat, it's so funny. Like when I'll click your post and it's like a minute forty nine. I'm like, okay, had to be mm. a flopper involved. Had to hit the ground. <laughs> what the yeah. hell happened in this one? Because you can tell by the length of your video if you hit the board or not. Yeah, yeah. If you get one like one one fifteen, you know that's a nice clean shot. Pick is straight, no mm-hmm. questions asked. You push that two minute range. There's some wonkiness going on. That's for sure. But uh, you know, I went through the darts history before this. Just went through a few things. I picked out what I think you know it's been the worst beat, the best win. And the biggest win so far for the dart. Uh, yeah. We'll start. We'll start with the bat. The worst beat back just about a month ago, November fifth. Packers 49ers under forty eight and a half. Oh. I hate the unders. I hate the over unders. I remember this one. That game. The Packers are up thirty four to ten. The 49ers get the ball with Nick Mullins. Two minutes left in the game. Down twenty four. Zero percent chance they win it. What do they do? They march down the field and they get a four yard rushing touchdown with four seconds left to crush that a completely meaningless touchdown. It's not even like they had a crazy urgency to score. It just happened like that. They're like, Oh, you're going to let us in the end zone. Why not? Just disgusting, disgusting beat. I don't know if we've had a worse one than that. And it sucks. It was kind of recent. So it's lingering in my head. Still the dark gets to me. I, I won't lie. But we have incredible wins sometimes. One, I think, was the best win. Not the biggest, just the best, was that Braves money line in game four of the NLCS. I think everyone on DDZ was on this game. Yep. Burrs gave it out. Tybee and Burrs both had futures. Al, I think you might have had some Braves futures. I had money on the Braves. Braves going to this game. It's a tight game, one-to-one. Bottom of the sixth inning absolutely lighted up six runs win that one 10 to 2 and it was just a big plus 190 hit that all of ddz was behind and we won't talk about what happened with the braves the rest of the series but that night it was great yep. and the biggest win so far massive win at plus 260 money line was the miami heat in that game five of the nba finals against yes. the lakers if you remember that was that the one. biggest night as i mean yeah. I, i'm gonna get into my favorite one but that was the biggest night nobody believed that that was gonna nope. go on everyone wrote the heat off in game five they were done obviously they were done in game six but that amazing yeah. effort and the dart was the first there Yep, AD falls Jimmy Butler with 16 seconds left. He hits home the free throws, takes the lead, and that's when Danny Green took that just terrible three-point attempt from the top of the arc to end that game. 
wide that, open that though, wide right? Didn't everybody go with Braun? It was like there was nobody yeah, from the free Brian throw line to the three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Danny Green just terrible. I mean, just terrible. And you know, Tyler Harrow, shout out Tyler Harrow goes down, hits the rest of the free throws. That game was history. Yep. And I, I, that game uh, just cemented the heat in my heart with the dart. And then my first time ever being live with Trainwreck up at Seneca One Tower for that Jays game. That's and right. I was like, Mir, put me on the spot. He's like, Meerkat, give us a lock. And that's when I gave out my most confident pick of the century with the heat against the Bucks in that series. They got oh, it done. Dude. You were so funny that night. You're like, the Bucks <laughs> are frauds. Yeah. You said it like five times and it hit. You were right. Yep. You you nailed that series. You nailed those games, and the Heat moved on. That was fantastic. Yeah, you were, you were Mania, all you over the said, Heat. Did you say you had a favorite dart moment? Oh my gosh, I I will never forget. I'm at my work day. This is I I so this is what happened. I I can't. I your by the way, your recollection of the dart details are incredible. The A's were up like four three or three two or something on the Astros. And I took a call from Al, and we were talking for probably like 16 to 18 minutes, which in baseball time isn't really that long. And then all of a sudden, he just goes, oh, yeah, the Astros just scored like five. And I don't know, what, what was it the Athletics minus one and a half that game or something yeah, crazy? Yeah. So yeah. all of a sudden, the Athletics are down like four or down like three, which basically means they're down five with the minus one and a half. And all of a sudden, I forget whether it was the top of the seventh or the top of the sixth, but they just put up a ridiculously crooked number. And I recall it, it was amazing because that was when the dart, again, was beginning its ascent. It doesn't mean, you know, it's on its way down. It's just beginning its ascent. And people were going nuts on DDZ. Like, this is a mystical effort. Like, I had wrote this mm -hmm. off as a loss, like, and they won. Like, it's just been incredible to watch. Yeah, can't wait to see what's the next. Dart Hall yeah, I don't have any plans to stop this anytime soon. Keep it going. I just, like I said, I want to break that 20-unit marker that we get so close to sometimes. I think two or three times now we've been over 18, and then we just fall. I believe in this thing. Getting that 50th win was huge. Get the yep. monkey off of our back, and we've been rolling ever since. Tonight, kind of kind of a gross play, I'm not going to lie, with that Ravens money line. No, nothing I'd ever give out straight up or anything like that, but not parlay my, my Cowboys. Parlay my Cowboys. for sure. <laughs> yeah, free money is free Just money. like the my Steelers was yesterday, so be careful. These COVID weeks, anything could happen. Yeah, it's it's going to be a weird one tonight, that's for sure. It's getting about Andy, that time. Or sorry, go ahead, Al. I'll, my final, Andy Dalton, Dalton Schultz, first TD bucket. <laughs> Okay, I, li right. I like it. Dalton Schultz, right. they love him in Dallas. What about your lock, Meerkat? Give the people one lock for tonight. My lock would have to be Marquise Hollywood Brown over three and a half catches. I love him and Lamar Jackson's rapport they started to build last year. Been faltering a bit this year. Marquise even came out to the media and said, I need more looks. I think Jackson's going to come out tonight hot, even though people are saying – he lost some weight in the time off and all that. Whatever. I think Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, have a huge night tonight. And I like Hollywood Brown. Love to see it. Well, hey, check him out at, you see it right there, at Mere Cat Cat. The man's so nice, they named him twice. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure, folks. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for hopping in, bud. Good night now. All right, I'll see ya. Good have a night good now. night now. We are just about an hour and 15 from that Sunday night kick. Or, sorry, Sunday night. I'm losing my mind, Al. Just a nighttime game going nuts. And uh, speaking of, what are you laughing about? What are you laughing about? I was signing off.
Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. It reminded me of Barnaby on the golf course last year. <laughs> <laughs> Try to sign off of his uh, selfie videos. Yes. Before Absolutely. we saw him at Riverworks. No doubt about it. Well, hey, this guy we're bringing in next needs no introduction, folks. Needs literally no introduction. He's got a big guest lineup for this week, but he's our guest tonight. He's here on Trainwreck tonight. We are, of course, talking about the one they call... Dwayne, Dwayne, welcome to Trainwreck tonight, sir. You know, I'm not even going to say thank you for having me, guys, because this has been long overdue, and let's cut the BS. We all know why Dwayne Omania is finally here. It's because nobody's listening, nobody's watching, the ratings are down, so you bring in the big guns, okay? You finally bring in the big guns, and you don't want to know what, Maniac? I kept the hair up. I kept it up just I didn't want to put you to shame because you know the second the ladies see the hair down, they get all hot and bothered, they get sweaty, and I got enough on my plate. I don't need all those ladies. I don't need to bat those ladies away because you know, I don't know what? I got Rick Vive on two goalies one mic tomorrow. And then the following day, I got Pete Blackford. So much goddamn content coming at you. It's coming out of every hole. And that's why you need no introduction, folks, because you know he's going to come on fire. Of course, the man they're talking about is Dwayne. Two goalies, one Mike at two, at number two, goalies, number one, Mike on Twitter. Make sure you're following that, of course, on the Trainer channel. Dwayne, it's way overdue. It's time, it's time to make it Dwayne Rex Sports. I mean, this year, 2020, <laughs> it's been so long. I mean, I, I mean, your call to WGR, which has now cemented you in that sense, I mean, you've been monumentalized i mean it feels like forever ago tell people what's happened between now and then well before we even get to that i just want to make one last one last statement i signed a contract with train wreck sports the prestige train wreck sports what eight months ago i still haven't gotten my free picasso's pizza i see you guys eating it i see you guys eating it every sunday the delicious picasso's pizza the mott sticks where's my mott sticks Where's my chicken fingers? Where's my chicken wings? I haven't got any. And I want the damn massage chair to sit on during my show. Haven't gotten yet that yet either. Where the hell is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is that in the contract? Free it's in the contract in the fine. I mean, to be honest, I, I think that's an executive perk, but, you know, I would be mad too. I'd be mad as I'm hell too if I, if I wasn't getting my Picasso's pizza. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. <laughs> but you, but you want to know what? I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Because, again, I mentioned earlier, I got a lot of content coming in hot on you. But as far as what's happened since the rant, and just, just to make you guys all aware, the rantiversary is right around the corner. It the anniversary is right around the corner when everything just went chaotic in my life. And it has been chaotic for, I, I think my phone didn't stop blowing up for the first, you know, for the first week afterwards. But it's definitely settled down over the last three months, just like I'm going to start to settle down now. Ooh. I like that transition. Yeah. All right, so, all right. So what's going on this week? Who are the guests? You had some big time guests coming up the next couple of weeks. Well, we've had a lot of guests on too. Always on Mike over the past couple of weeks. We all know we had ESPN uh, uh, staff writer, Greg Wyshynski on the show. That was an absolute blast. Uh, Justin Bourne from Sportsnet. He's actually was probably my favorite interview out of the two. Uh, guy was an absolute wagon. And then uh, we had Sean McIndoe on from the athletic right after that. An absolute blast. All you got to do is go to uh, subscribe to the podcast, Two Goalies on Mike, Apple, Spotify, wherever you freaking watch your podcast. Doesn't matter to me. Um, and then, obviously, I mentioned before, tomorrow we have on Leafs legend, and how his name isn't in the rafters in Toronto is beyond me, 
and former Saber forward, Rick Vive. I got his book right here. He's here to talk about his book. They sent they were generous enough to send me a copy. More than Trainwreck has done for me, by the way. Oh uh, my gosh. The Trainwreck <laughs> shots do not stop. More Trainwreck shots than, than a night yeah. out at uh, Pearl Street. That's all I'm yeah. going to say right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch 22, my battles in hockey and life. I have the untold story of a Toronto Maple Leafs legend. And I can tell you right now, it is a must read. I'm the only other book I've read probably as good as this was uh, sports hockey wise was definitely Clint Malarchuk's A Matter of Inches. I highly suggest anybody pick both these books up and tune in tomorrow because we're going to get really, uh, you know, personal with Rick. I, from what I've been told, when he does an interview, he's very, he's a big, is an open book. I got to uh, ask you, how'd you, how'd you get Rick? Um, I will give a shout out here. I have a close friend named Steve Bennett with uh, Sportscasters, uh, another pot sports podcast. And, um, you know, he was sent an email uh, from the publicist and he forwarded it to me. And, uh, you know, it was just, you know, a matter of exchanging emails with the publicist. I actually haven't spoken directly to Rick yet. Um, he, you know, he, even though he was in the email, um, but I'm excited for tomorrow. I've always been a big Rick Vive fan because um, I know most of his backstory. It's very interesting, very inspiring. I know the word's cliche, but it's definitely inspiring. Um, so I'm excited for that. And especially, again, you know, we we, ha we do have a little bit of a following in the Ontario, Fort Erie, Toronto area. We're at two goalies, one mic. So I know a lot of those guys are kind of pumped. I've gotten a few DMs from guys who can't wait to hear from Rick because uh, they all agree. The guy was – you want to you hear something funny? You would think by the time he was traded to Toronto from Vancouver – um, that somebody in that organization would have scored 50 goals. You know, they're, they're in the <laughs> early 1960s. He was the first Leaf to ever score 50 goals, and he did it three years in a row. You wow. love to see it. You love to see and it. And that, that record still stands today. 54, I think it's 54 goals in a season. Austin Matthews, I hate saying this, probably would have probably would have at least gotten 50 last season, had a cut, season not cut short. But you know what? Screw him. I don't care. It's the Maple Leafs. Nobody cares about him. It is the Maple Leafs. That's right. Despite the massive following for two goalies, one Mike in Canada, make sure you are following at two goalies, one Mike. But I want to talk to you, Dwayne. You got the Rick interview. I think some would say that's your, you know, that's your Queens Boulevard. That's your Met Ian. But then on Thursday, you got Pete Blackburn. That's your Aquaman. That's your great oh Gatsby. God, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how excited you are for that. I am extremely excited because, you know, you, there's a lot of different ways you can go with Pete, you know, because he is uh, he is begrudgingly a, a huge hockey fan. Um, you've actually, if you go back at his timeline on Twitter, he does actually sport some Sabres gear from time to time. Um, He's so like I'm Alex excited. Ovechkin. Yep, yep. <laughs> he is, he is. I, uh, I um. You know, I'm excited to talk to him, not just about the hockey, but, you know, just current events because he's the type of guy that you can sit down at a bar with and, sh and drink a beer and just shoot the shit. Yeah, I mean, look at his uh, Twitter bio. Pour me another drink and punch me in the face. <laughs> I he, mean, he's a legend. He's a legend. I love him. He, I know he does some stuff with uh, with Barstool, too. He's, he, can, he fits into that demographic, so I'm excited for that. Um, and I know Cully is, too, because he's an absolute degenerate. Um, so we're both pumped to get him on. And you know what? You know, if anybody else wants to hop on with us, the invite's open. So, Yeah, I mean, one of his tweets from 16 hours ago sounds like producer Burr's. Had a beer, some saltine crackers, and a cigarette for dinner tonight. Peak performance. <laughs> Dwayne, talk what? to us, though. You just told us about what you've done. You told us about what you're doing. So tell us about where we're going. What's what's the next big thing? for? Because obviously, getting a podcast going is a huge thing. And to anyone who says it's not is an idiot. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Definitely. But with that said, 
what's next? I mean, you, you've done the shows. You're obviously killing it. You're getting amazing guests. Well, I mean, what's the, what's next? I'm I'm excited to uh, I mean to hear myself honestly because I know your passion for two goalies on Mike it, it bleeds through. Whether you're in Al's backyard in goalie pads doing challenges or whether you're working for three hours to get these interviews. I mean, tell tell the people about w- what you're thinking is next for two G one M. My God, it's 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 been unreal, and you're right, man. Anybody who says starting a podcast is easy, they're just ignorant. Um, you know, you know the work you put in behind the scenes and everything to get these guests. Like, I mean, it, it does take a lot. Like, you you literally slide into people's DMs, and I, I I won't float my own boat here, but I do tell them at least in the hockey world, kind of who I am, and you know, hey, remember me? I'm the fucking asshole who lost his mind on the radio, and. Uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's some people answer, some people don't. Um, I do have a couple guests down the line who are, you know, are, who are kind of bigger names who um, are, are going to be on the show with us. Um, you know, uh, I'll announce it right here, right now. Steve Whoa. Dangler being one of them. Let's Steve go. They got yeah. the Dangler. Yeah, I got the Dangler, the Dangle Navy. And that guy, the interesting story about him is he got, he got his start the same way I did. He was a frustrated Leafs fan who lost his mind and that's how he gained his fame and fortune. And now you see him on Sportsnet. Now you see him on TSN. Now you see him at the red carpet at the all-star game that he literally got his start almost the exact same way. He's had his own book. He literally guys literally got his own book. So, um, you know, we got that stuff. I, I know we're starting the transition over to video. And the funny thing is, is that I haven't bought like a laptop or anything since I graduated high school. That's the last time I purchased anything of a laptop i actually still have the laptop somewhere in this house haven't turned it on in like at least eight nine years and i graduated college in 2010 um this macbook i just bought the macbook pro was the first piece of you know hardware that i bought in years and i can't tell you how difficult it's been to navigate this thing i thought you know it would be a breeze having an iphone but it has not been a breeze it took me literally like forever to figure out how to scroll up and down with this thing it used two fingers no idea i felt like an idiot half the time trying to like you know i google stuff to try to figure out how to work it but you know i i've been you know doing a lot of research on youtube on how to try and you know build a bigger platform and you know we're making the transition over to video um which i hope will be huge um you know just uh that's pretty much the direction we're going in and like i said we're going to keep on tap with a lot of these guests i have a lot more lined up um they've a lot of them have confirmed just haven't given me a time frame um one who is actually a current saber on the roster right now i won't say his name but he has confirmed he will come on with me at some point um i can't say his name so uh, you can't, oh, wait, you can't say his name it's a part it's a part of your contract yeah your name right. Wait, listen, when you if give you me want the, the massage chair, we need a name. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have the massage chair, and I don't well, have that, the well, massage chair. Well, it's going to say that way until we get a name. Ma- order me the mod sticks. Have them delivered here now. I'll tell you the name. I'm going to say I got nervous, so I put the hair up. But speaking of my hair, Dwayne, Jan 13, start date for the NHL, 56 games. Are the Sabres going to the playoffs? <laughs> this isn't a prediction. It's a spoiler. Absolute spoiler. I do think this is right up where the Sabres alley is because we all know about the hot start and then they sent 10 to tail off. I really do believe this adi- the additions they've made between Taylor Hall, Cody Eakin, um, just, the, you know, obviously Eric Stahl. You know, people, 
you know, people forget about Eric Stahl sometimes. Like he was the very. I, I will never forget about him. Well, no, neither will I. But pe- like people just focus so much on Hall, they forget. Hey, we signed another future Hall of Famer and Eric Stahl um, to play on your second line center. Yeah. Um, a lot better than Patrick Berglund, for sure. Or you know, um, who's? Why am I forgetting his name? We just traded him. Uh, recently over to Minnesota in the stall deal. That's how unforgettable. Oh, uh, from the uh, Johansson, Marcus Johansson. Johansson, Marcus Johansson. Yeah, Mojo. Mojo. Mojo Riley. Yeah, Mojo is really going to light this team up. Are you kidding me? I don't even <laughs> yeah. remember him playing. Exactly. That, that, that just goes to show you, man. He was – Patrick Berglund was more re- memorable. Than, like, than like that's like when you just trade a piece of trash. Like, no matter what, when you got a piece of trash, like, you got rid of it, that's a good trade. And we got stalled. Like, yeah, so, hey, so how can, like, how did we lose that trade? Don't, don't, don't talk like that about that guy. Mojo? I, I mean, I'm not saying disrespectfully, but the output on the ice, Al. Mojo might have been the nicest person. He might have done all the right things in the locker room. He might have been a leader. But we need guys with output on those second and third lines because we can't just have three lines of nonsense below Eichel. That's all it's about. Yep. So I know, of course. And, and when we got Marcus Johansson, we were saying he was going to bring leadership. Because you know, so, so maybe he did that in the locker room. But yeah, we need output on the ice, right? With all, with all due respect to Marcus Johansson, I will say I will say this about him: we all know that he was playing out of position. He wasn't a centerman; he was playing on the wing. And not to mention, you had him as your second line center. He played pretty exclusively on the third line before coming to Buffalo. So, you know what? Like, I kind of get it. And you know what? That's – and he, actually, that's another thing, too, that um, from reading Rick Vibe's book, I learned there's so many similarities between the Toronto team that he played on along with us is that they're, they're both put players out of position and didn't put them in positions to succeed. Rushing players' development, not letting them you know, develop in the AHL or in juniors, rushing them to the NHL too quickly. And that's been the kind of storybook on the Sabres the last couple of years. Now we're kind of turning the page and begrudgingly, I don't know if I can really talk about bad about the Pagulas anymore because they're finally making the right moves. You know, and I'll give credit where credit's due. I'm not the guy who's just considering bad mouth Terry and Kim Pagula all the time. But you know what? They Kevin Adams has made the right moves. Now we'll see if those moves transition to wins or you know, you know, work work to wings. We'll, wins we'll see. Um, I think the shortened season does benefit a team like Buffalo. Um, cause I think I, I, you know, and, and again, too, it really also depends on who plays on that right side on that top line. What, you know, a lot of people seem to think it's Reinhardt, you know, my hot take is Reinhardt should be on the second line. You should not have Sam Reinhardt on that first line of all the analytics point to him being able to play on the second, uh, drive his own line. Then why are we forcing him to play on the first line? Why not put oh. Jeff Skinner, the $9 million man on your top line? Preaching so to the choir, preaching to the choir there. Now we know Reinhardt won't be. Is not a guest in this show. There's no. Yeah, we know it's not Reinhardt. We know it's our folks. Make sure you're following at Two Goalies One Mike. Lot happening over there. Lot gonna be happening over there. Anything before we sign off, Dwayne, with you? Nothing. Just you know, I better not have to wait another eight months to be on the prestigious train wreck tonight. Because if I do have to wait, there's gonna be hell to pay. And one last thing, tell Meerkat the guy needs to learn how to chug some alcohol. That was absolutely pathetic. We all know <laughs> when Dwayne pounds some beers, he cracks those cans together. Actually, you know what? Screw it. Give me one second. I'll put on a demonstration right now in my own dining room. Uh, <laughs> All right, one quick second. I mean, at, at Maniac, let's get this guy the Picasso's. We'll ma- we'll put it in the mail and. and oh, we're pu- oh, I mean, I I already ordered Picasso's. Here we go. Listen, he's in my own dining room. Listen, listen. This is how you do it, right here. Meerkat, 
I hope you're paying attention because this train never stops, baby. Let's go. Oh, wait. Let's go. Are those hardwood floors? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love to see it. Thank you very much, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. And Dwayne S39 for more of that and much more of that. Let's go. Mod sticks coming soon. Mod sticks coming soon. Is that Barnaby? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Barnaby? And last but not least, whoa, we're, we're splitting the screen out. Well, here he comes, Gabagool and all. It's the Crockmeister. Oh my God. I mean, you're, you're going to go from that performance. Oh, oh. What'd you do? Oh, he's good. He's good. He fixed it, I think. Dewey Crocs in the building. Did you just Folks. see that performance right there? Yeah. You guys think like I'm loud and crazy all the way down here on the island? Like Dwayne is like a replica of me, just way bigger. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Unreal. What a that, character. That was really something. That was like a long round of boxing. I think we were taking a lot of shots, <laughs> safe to say. But, but Dewey, ease us into it. I mean, obviously, Islander season now, just over a month away. If you're not familiar, Dewey Crocs are, I mean, we have to, we have to do our research, folks. And we look for other young up-and-coming teams in the NHL. And, of course, it's the Islanders. We've seen them up close and personal, but we also have Bills fan Dewey Crocs in the building. The dancing gabagool himself. Dewey, talk to me, babe. What's going on, boys? Uh, yeah, no, I, I wasn't, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was just hanging out with you guys and it feels like forever and I'm ready to get back up into the 716. Like what an unreal time that I had. A four day trip turned into 12 days. Who would have thought? Not me. That was kind of <laughs> like your spring break. I mean, I hate to say it, but the way that everything's gone with lockdowns and everything, that was kind of like the last hurrah before nobody was allowed to do anything. So it's kind of like, you know, when people go in college, oh, senior year, let's get to, you know, Cabo or whatever it is. Dewey said, let's get to Buffalo. And it was a hell of a time. I mean, I, I mean, that Cardinals game feels like it was forever ago, like you said. Oh, my God, yeah. People were like, yeah, go down to Miami, Myrtle Beach, or even up to the Cotty in Ontario. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to Buffalo for the week. Way better. The boys are out there ripping it up. Love it. This train absolutely never stops. And I just, we just saw Dwayne crack open two beers. Um, I, I, I got a little something for you guys. One second, one second. I think he dropped oh. him on the carpet. I mean, I'm not going to speak ill of Dwayne, but I think he dropped him on the carpet. I got the trusty old chug oh, bot here. It has been a very long time since I broke this out, probably since I was up in Buffalo. After that win against the Seahawks, go Bills. But I got the Isles hat on, repping the boys, and I got to rep Trey White, who had a great game yesterday with four tackles and an interception. Let's go, Bills. Let's go, Bills. Ryle Talk chiming in with the Yas Queen. We got Rob Ryan chiming in. Rob Ryan just got some more train wreck merch today, so shout out to him. Wait. Al, I know you placed your Christmas order. Oops, spoiler alert for anybody watching. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> Maniac, Maniac, show the people what you're rocking right now. I mean, come on. Like, look at this butte. Look at this absolute butte. Get it? I mean, I think right now, I don't want to spoil, but I'm pretty sure if you get your orders in on the, on the store in our bio, you can yeah. get it by Christmas. So let's get those gifts, folks. Let's not get pieces of paper underneath the tree. But Dewey Cox, talk to me. I mean... We're drinking at uh, where were we drinking on Elmwood for the for the Seahawks game? I'm I'm forgetting now. It was a great time. We were up on the stage. 
Good bar? Good bar. Good bar. Oh, yeah. Good Maybe, yeah. Al, Al yeah, post, yeah. post your party. We got, I mean, what a weekend. Of like, does that not, does that not itself even feel like it was a year ago at this point? I mean, even a year ago, I was still up in Buffalo. So, yeah, a year ago, a week ago, a month ago. It is what it is. I made that trip pretty much on par with my very first trip uh, about a year ago. So, it wasn't too far off. But, yeah, we were out there. Uh, I got introduced to pizza logs, by the way, at Good Bar. What are you guys doing up there? Like that's Dude, unreal. We Send me some. We are just. Send me some. We're just crafting food, just trying ideas, different. Like you know, people are trying scientists to like put a man on Mars. People are trying to like rebuild. You know the way that autonomous AIs are recreating trajectories. Buffalo, we're toying with food. Wayne wants his Picassos. I want my pizza logs. And I know that's not in the contract, but we'll get my pizza logs, I'm sure. We're going to get your I pizza mean, logs from Picasso's. Maniac, real quick. Is that in the contract? Picasso's? All I know is we're going to have to look it over with these little... <laughs> if, if, because we owe a lot of people Picasso's then. But like, again, I don't mean to continuously talk about but we might be like, we thought we were coming in this year. We're like, oh, we did great in 2020. Like, you know, the numbers are good. The revenue is good. But all of a sudden, if we owe like everybody like four large sheets... From like Picasso's, we can be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I really wasn't planning on talk on talking to the legal person tonight. That was not on the agenda. So I mean, we I already pinged been. them. We got it. We got a nine o'clock Zoom set up. <laughs> Pacific Standard Time. So that's midnight Jeez. for you and I. Jeez. Sounds like he's in trouble. So Dewey, real quick, we were just talking to uh, Dwayne about this. Are you fired up? It's looking like January thirteenth. I'm that- I'm fired up. I miss hockey the most. It's the most electrifying sport ever i think it's the fastest game on two feet the islanders shocked the whole world going to the eastern conference finals playing the stanley cup winner to be the tampa bay lightning i'm fired up i'm ready for another season and the 56 games i mean that again like Dwayne said that's right up the islanders alley as well but the Islanders are a very streaky team too they had that 17 game franchise record setting point streak unbelievable unbelievable and they still had a tough time getting into the playoffs towards that end of the season when um the season went on pause but they still were able to sneak in through those qualifiers and on the high horse they ran they ran they rode that wave all the way through 22 games nobody would have thought and, and now the here we are. last year were just proof and you know it, it is a little different for every sport i don't think you can say this in the mlb so much of course everything's different just get into the playoffs in the NHL. Yep. You get a hot goalie. Game. You get a goal scorer. Don't tell me that, oh, you would get shellacked by the one seed or whatever. That is literally just a bunch of nonsense. I don't I don't I don't want to ever hear that from anybody again. And the Islanders will prove with that. Brock Nelson put put him in a put him in a chokehold with that one. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, I mean, we picked up Lou Lemorello. We got Barry Trotz the first year last year. Swept the Pittsburgh Penguins. Swept them. And then we come in. Beat the Panthers in the qualifying round. Almost sweep the Washington Capitals going into five games. Seriously. To play the Flyers to then go on and play the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's tough to do, especially given in that bubble situation. Wasn't expecting the boys to do it, but they really, really, really did. I was going to say, surprised me. It's beginning to look a lot like trots, miss. Every game you attend. From uh, from barn to stable, though. Tell me about it. Talk to me about from barn to stable, Dewey. We are excited for that. I mean, 
let's uh let's hopefully let's get this 56 game season honor roll here and then we'll start worrying about when belmont is opening up which is slated for october of 2021 so less than a year away al belmont islanders oh. we're oh. like come on you guys want it just as bad as i do i know with the la quinta we're just gonna pitch a tent i i mean i'm telling you right now 2021 hopefully is going to be the year of just ridiculous trips and all over the place everybody's overdue i mean knock on wood knock on desk i mean if like you know the thing is i'm looking and i know everywhere in the world is different but i'm looking at australia they're back australia is having outdoor festivals People are on each other's shoulders watching music. It's like, what is going on? And I get it. I get it. Safety, health, it's all a priority. Let's just work for it. And let's get it back by the spring and the summer. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying at this point. It's obviously not impossible. It can be done. It can and be it done. Can absolutely it's a copycat league. It's a copycat league. Let's go. <laughs> But um, yes, get us to the ponies and get us to the aisles. We need it. Belmont Dewey, is Dewey. going up more and more every day. Dewey, real quick, get us get us one more White Claw right now. One more. One more. I, I got I, I to run downstairs and go grab one. Yeah. Hurry, go, 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 move. We're, we're literally going to promote you in the meantime. If you're not following this guy at Dewey Crocs, then you are not the smartest person. I'm not saying you're an idiot. I'm not saying you're stupid. But you're not the smartest person. You need to get more smart. You need to get more intelligent. You need to get more wise in the new year. Everyone sets New Year's hey, resolutions. What, what? Listen, listen. I'll even admit it. At first, I didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> I didn't. That's no, so no. Before, he, he no, literally before. he came, but he came out of like thin air. Like he yeah. literally just he came. Like that's what it's the perfect way to describe him. He literally I, I, I was, I was like. That. Who is this Dewey Crocs on our Instagram story? You want to talk about hitting the ground running. This If there's one, like one person who just surmises that the train never stops, it's Dewey Crocs. This guy right here, a hundred percent. He lives his life with that motto. Oh, here he goes. Get ready for a claw. All right, he's back. I did it. I did it. I got the claw. That was quick. What, What flavor you got? I got the lemon. Okay. I got the lemon. I'm gonna need uh the soundtrack to Dewey Crocs, by the way. Can, can, can we can we can we rip and, that and, really and quick? And Dewey, Dewey, real quick. Yeah, before, hold on. I got you. Dewey, before you drink that, give us a shout out before you before you leave here. And my toast to you is this is as you're about to drink, and, and I'll I'll take a sip. Is that this is to a Brock Nelson Jack Eichel Eastern Conference Final 2021. But here and we a go. Quick shout out to the boys. Over at Real Talk, we are recording a new episode tonight with Jackson Rakowski from Utica College to talk about the college scene and what college hockey may be coming about there in central New York. Great group of guys. Lady, we do have a lady. She's got a little bit of a savage tone to her. Definitely take a listen at Real Talk, R-E-I-L-E Talk on Twitter. You can find it on Apple and Spotify. Go ahead. Give it a listen. You guys might like it. Give a share. We're a good Good, 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 good group to listen on your commute to work in the morning. It's like a rare dish at a restaurant. Dewey, you get ready on that. I'm ready on the serenade. Folks. Here comes Dewey. The Islanders are coming back to town. Riding down Dewey Claws Lane. I mean, he just flawless. Down the hatch. 
Love you, Dewey. Dewey Claus here. Come Dewey Dewey Claus, Claus, right? Down Dewey Good Claus Lane. Folks, make sure you're following him at Dewey Crocs. You'd be silly not to. You would be silly not to. But for all of us here at Train Dark Sports Tale, any shout-outs before we sign off? Um, Shout-out, my shout-out, UB football team. Staying safe, following procedures, following protocols. They're getting it done right now. Unfortunately, they could not play the last game against Ohio. Who knows? Are they Mackey's champs? We don't know. They probably are. Some conflicting reports. But, yeah, shout-out to that UB football team. They got Akron at home this Saturday. You got Ackerman at home this Saturday. Dewey's out. My shout out before we sign off. John Warrell. Where is he? Is he here? Don't tell me you're adding him right now. No, I got the picture of him on the screen, though. Me and him at the UB press conference today. It was great to rub elbows virtually with a true journalist, letting me know what is really up in 2020. Folks, yep. stay safe, stay healthy, get your shopping and everything done for your family. Let's have a great 2020 holiday season, Al. And that's, yeah, I mean, get it done, folks. We are, what, 17 days away from Christmas? Absolutely insane. You know, this year, has it gone slow? Yeah, but it's flying by. We're going to 2021. This train never stops. Good night.